0: hello and thank you for tuning in to my weekly podcast again i'm sorry that it's been a couple weeks since i posted an update on what's been going on in my ebay store for those who do not know my name is dj and i am an ebay seller i go to thrift stores garage sales and a variety of other avenues to find items to sell online on eBay and now Poshmark. This audio podcast and sometimes videos, is, it's just a documentary of my reselling journey. I am attempting to take something I love doing as a hobby and passion and as an amateur eBay seller and take it to become a full-time eBay business. Uh, so this is my journey of my business growth and so, thank you for listening and joining me on this eBay journey um, One of the things that i'm really experiencing overall and maybe you can relate to is that you know as I'm trying to make eBay my full time career uh, I'm experiencing life I mean, life is happening and and, you know, hard times come, difficulties come, and so we have to, or I have to, adjust and pivot a little bit to, to make things work. But I'm still committed to growing this into a business uh, where I can make an income for myself and provide for my family. So thank you again for listening and tuning in doing these podcasts again. Again, sorry that I took another two weeks to get these out. Um, I have just been really busy uh, just working. Um, I'm working longer hours doing my deliveries for the food, but the good news is that it seems like sales have picked up a little bit. Now, whereas uh, just a couple of weeks ago, In the beginning of June, I mean, I was having $40 in sales a day. And, you know, that was really low. So at least it's back up to about $150 in sales a day. And it seems like, um, you know, I'm gaining a little momentum. But overall, I've just been working a lot. And, And so finding time to record audio, For the podcast, it has just been um, hard to do. But my hope is to get into a routine of recording regularly. This past week, I had my second employee begin uh, working for me. And so far, it's been pretty good. Uh, Right now, she's going to be pretty sporadic in her work mainly because her main job for me is going to be to cross-list all my listings on eBay to Poshmark. I think I demonstrated one listing. I showed her how to do one cross-listing, and she picked it up right away. Um, It took about a day to kind of, you know, work some things out, but, and I think just a few hours she got 50 listings cross-listed and so far it's been a big help uh, since she started cross-listing i've sold one item and right now in my Poshmark, i have about 76 listings and um, i think the hardest part about this whole cross-listing thing is that i have to keep track of sales uh, if something sells in eBay, I have to be able to remove it on Poshmark. And if something sells in Poshmark, I need to go remove it from eBay uh, pretty quickly. So I don't have a very good system for that right now. So for right now, I just have to assume that if something sells in one, then I need to remove it from the other. And that will take a little bit of getting used to. I do think, though, listing on Poshmark is gonna help the overall business. The one item I did sell on Poshmark were a pair of shoes that I've had listed for quite some time. I have my lister going back in my inventory to some of the older items to list first, and then working her way up to the more uh, current items. And so I did sell a pair of, pair of Meryl slip-on uh, loafers. And um, they, they were in my closet for quite some time. And so I'm glad to, to be done with those. So, so far, uh, I think it's uh, been pretty good. Um, I'm hoping that uh, sales pick up in Poshmark and it'll pay for the work she's done. So this addition of Poshmark is just another avenue, just another uh, part of the business growing. I just wanted to talk really quick about, it seems like a struggle that I'm having and that is getting focused in my thoughts. I don't know what's going on with me, but I have like thought after thought after thought going through my head and it doesn't seem like I can really focus attention on each one and I don't know if that happens to you it's like um for example I went upstairs to my ebay room and I see trash on the floor so I start picking up trash and then I forget why I went up there in the first place which was to ship a couple things and it's like when I have these thoughts, I think about how quickly I need to get my current task done so I can get to the next one and the, and the next one. And there's always something else that comes into my mind. And it doesn't even have to be work-related. It, maybe it's, oh, I want to record something for the podcast, or then I want to do that, I want to do that. And and it happens quite often. And in the the clouded mind and, and the... Um, many thoughts that go through just kind of arise a stress in my life and so i don't know if that happens to anyone else like you know it seems like with the business there are so many things to take care of and um and so what i wanted to talk about briefly is how i'm trying to combat that and that is by just taking my time, by slowing down. Um, I really have to make an effort to slow down what I'm doing and not feel like I have to get to the next thing. And if the thought escapes my mind, it escapes my mind and I have to take care of it later. But to really just focus in on uh, the tasks that I'm currently working on. And um, like this morning, I was... Taking some inventory that I had just received, I was taking it upstairs so that my lister can get to it. And I needed to prep the items. You know, take the name tags off. Or sorry, take the price tags off. Uh, take off the markings on the bottoms of the shoes. Give them a wipe down, cleaning them up. And um, many times, I was tempted to to switch to a different task. But I found that if I just took the time to slow down and focus on the task at hand, then and not worry about the other thoughts that were coming into my mind or the other tasks that were popping into my head, I really found that that it was a little bit more peaceful for me, that I was able to get the task done in a good amount of time. So that's just a quick thought about just something I'm dealing with, uh, you know, trying to be transparent about some of the barriers and, and things that I'm going through as I'm uh, working the business. Um, and so, I don't know, tell me what you think. Do, are you um, having issues with a clouded mind? Let me know. So let's go ahead and get into my sales numbers. I think if I were to talk about it in general over the last two weeks, since I've had a podcast in the last two weeks, is that the slowdown for the summer is continuing. And I guess why I'm talking a lot about this is because when I was in Canada, I honestly did not experience much of a summer slowdown. It felt like sales were pretty consistent. Now, I had a smaller inventory then, and uh, the sales that I did have, about 80% came from the U.S., 80 to 90% came from the U.S. So, perhaps the reason why I haven't experienced a slowdown before is because of the fact that I was in Canada. I don't know for sure, but... Now that I have a bigger inventory, I'm in the United States, um, I'm hearing from a lot of other sellers about a summer slowdown. You know, kids here in the U- US are out of school and you know, people are doing things. There, there's summer plans, there's vacations. And so um, maybe they're not buying right now. So for me, this is the first time to go through this summer slowdown. So in general, um, the sales have been uh, lower than they were back in early May and April. Probably about half of what I did back then. But uh, the last two weeks have in general been better than the really low week I had a couple weeks ago. And I've simply been supplementing my eBay income with another job. Um, I do DoorDash, which is food delivery for restaurants. And that, it really helps. It really helps supplement the income. I still work for myself as contract labor. Um, I do put in a lot of hours doing that to supplement. But it's still, I mean, making money come in. So last week, I made about $449 um, pure profit. I had about $789 in sales. In DoorDash, I made about $400. And so I made about $845 in in profit for the week. And my goal is $1,000. And so I was a little bit short of that goal. And then, in the week prior, uh, it was about $836 profit, uh, everything combined. Uh, the hourly wage for a 40-hour work week is still about $21.12. And what I do there is simply take my profit, $845, and divide it by 40, and like, like a 40-hour work week, and that gives me about $21. Um, an hour for a forty-hour work week, and that's just the rating that I use to see how I'm doing um, in um, in in my jobs. And so, like for like today, I have a job interview for something a little bit more consistent, where I'm not driving all over town and putting a lot of wear in my car, and it and it's a lot very tiring for me. But um, You know, it gives me an idea of what kind of jobs to look for if I'm going to get a part-time job for right now and uh, through this summer. And so this profit is after um, taking out costs, the cost of goods sold. It's after taking out all the fees, after um, taking out um, the stuff I withhold weekly for uh, taxes. Um, just to give you an example, I'm withholding about $500 a quarter for quarterly taxes. And so that comes out to about $41 a week. And so I put $41 aside. And I also have to withhold about, um, or this week it was $145 for eBay fees and and other things. Um, I had to uh, put aside uh money for sales tax uh, because I have to pay sales taxes. And so um, I have to pay that pretty soon. Um, And in the last two weeks, I also had to make my big payments. I had to make my quarterly um, tax payment to the IRS, which was $500. And I had to make a huge eBay uh, fee, um, what do you call it, monthly payment. Uh, it was really big because May started out really good, and, and so when you sell a lot more, you have to put money aside, and I didn't do a very good job putting money aside, so I'm making sure that this time around, I'm putting uh, money aside, I'm withholding the money myself to make sure the money's there when these big payments go through. Uh, Just to list off some of the items I've sold recently. um, I I think one of the number one uh, sellers for me this uh, past reporting period or podcast period is a Jansport Adventure leather backpack. I found this at uh, Salvation Army for about $3.00 and it's um it's all leather it's very rare it's 90s vintage and i bought it for 2.99 and it's sold for 69.99 and um it sold relatively quickly like within a week and i might have priced it a little bit too low um, but that was a really great find all leather it's all brown and the tag says jansport adventure And uh, so it was a really, really good find for me. I sold a pair of Ugg uh, slip-on loafers that were uh, a men's size 11. And I had these for a couple of months, but they sold and already have positive feedback. Um, A lot of bread and butter items, like um, polo shirts and and, um, Casual long sleeve button up shirts, uh, Travis Matthews, Patagonia, Paul and Shark Yachting. Uh, This one Paul and Shark Yachting I've had a very long time, probably one of the oldest items in my inventory, like a couple years old. Um, I sold a pair of Reebok CrossFit Nano 4 and they're red, white and blue and have an American flag on the side. And that sold for $65. I think I got those for $6.99 at a Goodwill. Uh, I sold a Pretty Pretty Princess dress-up board game. And if you ever see these, pick them up. They they seem to always do well. I paid $4.99 for it and, and it sold for $39.99. It was complete. It has quite a bit of jewelry, so it's a dress-up game for um, young girls usually. And, um, and so make sure all the pieces are there. There's usually two earrings, a bracelet, a necklace, a ring. Um, there's usually a little spinner with a case for all the jewelry. There's a crown. And it's really easy to look through all the parts while you're out um, thrifting these things. Uh, more Travis Matthews, a Viella uh, plaid shirt, Uh, Pick these up when you find them. They may not sell very fast, but they they do okay. Um, Birkenstocks, uh, I I find quite a bit of Birkenstocks around here. Um, These are uh, the London shoes that have the closed toe. Uh, Pick these up probably for like $9.99, and they sold for $39. A Texas Instruments TI-84 Silver Edition Pink Graphing Calculator. Uh, this is the second one I've sold in the last couple of months, and it sold for $40. I believe I paid $14 for it. Uh, I sold uh, a Bible, uh King James Version, Red Letter Edition, for $39.99. I think I paid $9.99 for that. And, you know, a little CD player, um, a Tommy Hilfiger shirt, Um yeah, so, I mean, just mainly bread and butter items are selling. Uh, the, I sell about one or two a day. It's really slow right now. Um, I've had some returns. I had a pair of Skechers uh, shape-up shoes, and they look like they're in pretty good condition. But when the customer got them, I, I received a message back that the bottoms had just fallen off. And um, and so I immediately refunded their money. Uh, when I looked at them, they looked like they were in, in pretty good shape. But uh, sure enough, they, they ended up sending them back to me, even though I didn't re- request they send them back. And yeah, the soles just fell apart. I mean, just came right off. And it didn't look like they did anything to them. and And so I had to return that so just make sure that just check the soles really good Um, give them the stretch test the poke uh, like especially on these uh, shape ups you know i lightly push on the sides of the soles because uh, a lot of times they're made of foam and that foam will just kind of crumble inside and also like with dance goes or any of the other kind of hard Soles, I always bend those to see if they crack. And I've had a couple uh, crack on me. And so um, check those out. Um, I've had about three, four uh, 430 listings for quite some time now. Um, just kind of maintaining during the slowdown uh, because cash flow is really important to me. Um, I do have some money to invest, but cash flow is important. I, I need money coming in um, to cover the cost going out. Uh, that way I do have like a layer of uh, security and protection, an emergency fund, so to speak. And, but I am trying to push through to get at least to 450 in the next week or so and hopefully 500 pretty soon. I, I just need to push through uh, during the slow time. Um, I think I've experienced the bottom of the Slowdown, I mean not saying that it won't continue. I'm just saying that I think I experienced uh, the uh, the worst it's been for me Uh, Like where I was selling like maybe one item a day and that first week of June was really really difficult Um, now there you know sales are okay. Uh, they're they're manageable. And so, um, I hope and pray that continues, um, trying to get my listings up. Uh, I, my, uh, other listing assistant is cost listing to Poshmark. I did have one sale in Poshmark. Um, but you know, um, that's still kind of, um, still kind of learning what, Poshmark's all about. As soon as I have her computer fixed, uh, she'll be able to list from home. So that's just a quick update about uh, where my sales are at and and, kind of where my uh, money's been going for the last couple of weeks. Again, uh, forgive me if my thoughts are a little bit scattered. Um, You know, I'm just really working a lot and, you know, to really think out topics to talk about uh, that are relevant to what's going on in my business right now uh, has just been a little bit difficult. Overall, I mean, it feels like I'm just maintaining, um, just maintaining the the business, uh, trying to drive through uh, this uh, slump right now that I'm going through and sales. Um, But that's part of it. And that's part of being in business for yourself. And, um, and so I'm working through that. I, I think uh, for me right now, it's just really uh, taking time to um, uh, manage cash flow. Uh, what I mean by that is, is to pace my sourcing, my buying of merchandise to resell. Uh, pacing that with how much I'm selling. So that I'm not um, losing a bunch of money every week. Um, I I do have a little bit of money stored up to purchase things. um, But I know part of me doesn't want to spend all that at once to uh, really try to um, just have a lot of things in my store. I'm trying to find the right things to buy. And and so I, I think I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Uh, my strategy on buying items to resell for my business. And I have no idea if I've talked about this before, but uh, there are two main things that I look for when I am sourcing for items. And this is my strategy. I know that there's other strategies out there. Um, Some of that I've heard are to find like one-of-a-kind items. These items can be very long tail. They'll sit in your inventory a very long time. And so um, I, I don't go that route. I think that's a perfectly fine strategy, waiting for those particular buyers that will come buy your stuff. You know, that's that's great. I, I don't have the eye for that. Um, I think this is why eBay is so great, is that no matter really what your niche is, you can sell on eBay. If you like cookware, you can sell it on eBay. If you like clothing, if you like antiques, everything that you might have a niche for sells. Another strategy that's out there is um, to buy things where you make $50 profit. Another great strategy, especially if you're working on your own. I mean, if you're working by yourself, I mean, that's, that's a great strategy um, because you're making the most out of your time. But that's not the way I'm trying to go. I'm trying to build a business with employees. And so there's a lot of aspects of the business that I don't do myself. I have an employee to do it. And so for me, when I go sourcing for items, the most important thing for me is to be able to cover the cost of the item and my employee. And I'll make whatever's left after that. And so when I'm paying about $5 per item and I can sell it between $15 and $20, I'm making some money on that. And so I don't mind finding things that I can sell for $15 on eBay. And so that's the number one thing I look for is that I can make at least... Uh, $15 profit, uh, between $12 and $15 profit. That's after the cost of the item and after paying the $3 for my lister to list the item. And, and then I have to keep in mind that with my new employee that I'm going to pay uh, her a dollar or two to cross list that to Poshmark at some point if it doesn't sell. And so at the bare minimum, I want to try to... to um, make at least $15 profit. So that's that's what I look for when I go to the stores. Now, of course, I'm looking for those higher dollar items. And I do find those from time to time, but those are more rare. Now, if I was just listing by myself, of course, I would just go look for those higher dollar items. And I've done that before. I've, I've um, knowing that I couldn't keep up with the pace by myself Um, I've gone after higher dollar items. But because I have an employee to list these items, I I can afford to go a little bit lower and take less profit. And I mean, because I have money to invest in the business, and the alternative is just to put that money into a savings account or a checking account where it's not doing anything. Instead, I'm putting it into products that will yield some profit back. And so most of my bread and butter items, the the stuff that I find the most of, are things like shirts, men's shirts. Um, I've researched the brands to look for um, small electronics like like, uh, portable CD players, uh, Walkmans. Things like that are my bread and butter. The, the that what that means is that um, that I find a lot of those, and that's most of my inventory, and it's what I have sales in day to day. So the first thing I look for is that little fifteen dollar profit margin, where I'm making a little bit of money, at least paying my employees, at least you know, hopefully um, giving benefit to the economy, even though I may not be making a whole lot of money. The second thing I'm looking for is the amount of times the item is sold in the last three months. And that is done simply by looking it up on eBay. Um, A majority of the time, I look up the items on eBay unless it's something I know uh, will sell well, um, unless it's something i bought in the past, I'll look it up on eBay. And this is the way I learn new brands to to buy. So I look at the number of solds in the last three months. And so when I look up the solds on a particular item, say I I find a... uh, just a polo shirt, a polo golf shirt. I'll look that brand up on eBay and then click sold listings. And what I want to see is an abundant amount selling in the last three months. If I see an abundant amount and, I, and, I, and immediately I see that, that the sales are above $15 and there's lots of them, then i know the item will sell well if there's only one or two then i know it's going to take a long time to sell the item unless it's something that i know is super rare but i mean if it's a polo shirt that's not very common and so i look for a good number i want that number that green number that shows how much it's sold for i want that to be or more, and I wanna see a lot of them on the sold listings. That way I I know that it sells well. And to find what sells, it's a lot of research. A lot, a lot of research. Um, In the mornings, I'm listening to podcasts uh, and listening to videos of other um, sellers that are selling in my genre. And I pick up brands maybe I haven't heard before, there are lists out there that are a good starting place. Um, I know that uh, one of the the more famous uh, eBay YouTubers right now is Raken Profit. He put out a list of clothes to buy, and he's partnered with other individuals to um, to make these lists. I know there's lists for jeans. There's lists for shoes. Uh, Steve Raken has a clothing guide, two clothing guides out there, and a... A, um, a guide for uh, sport coats and blazers and suits. Um, I purchased those real early on, and it's an investment. It's learning the brands. It's hearing what other people are selling. Uh, the Bonafide Hustler had, has put out a bag guide. I was excited about it and purchased that so I could learn bags. It's, uh, th- this is the way to learn brands. And if you're just getting into eBay, then um, one of the things I would tell you to buy is, is in your niche, buy some lists uh, that these um, notable resellers on YouTube and on podcasts are putting out because it's, just, it's a quick help to know what to buy. Of course, I post all my sales on Instagram. And so if you follow me on Instagram, at Dacasource, then you can see what I've sold. Um, I'm a couple of months behind, but um, I, I try to post on their uh, one to three a day uh, of how many items, like one to three postings a day of items I've sold on eBay. Look through that list. Look through those posts to see what I've been selling. Um, You know, I don't mind sharing what I've sold, which is why I post them. So do lots of research. Um, Research your brands and and just research in general to learn to grow your business. Like when you buy these lists off uh, these uh, people who put them out, that's a tax deduction. If you're not familiar with taxes, listen to podcasts, listen to um, videos that people put out teaching about tax deductions. Those lists are tax deductible. It goes into your business. And so, yeah, you pay some money, but you know, at the end of the year, it, it comes off your taxes. So do lots of research for your business what to sell, what to buy, um, and then just things for your business. Uh, During this slump, you know, just even hearing motivational videos has been a help to me. And the next thing is to buy things that you have an interest in, things that are fun for you. If it's not fun, then, you know, it, it. your interest won't last very long. So when I'm in a store, I have my phone at the ready. Um, I usually go in and I browse through the aisles of men's clothes and uh, then go to the shoes, then go to the hard goods, uh, the electronics, Uh, I look for some kitchenware, that some small kitchenware that I know sells well. I go to the kids' aisle, look for board games that sell well. And so, you know, slowly begin to branch out and and to find these items that that sell better. And so I I hope that's a help. Uh, That's my strategy on buying and selling. And so I hope that is a little bit of a help for you. I think that's gonna be it for today. Once again, I wanna say thank you for joining me and listening. Uh, feel free to leave me feedback, a comment or a message. My contact info is in the notes. Uh, feel free to leave a message or text at 512-539-0116 or you can email me at DACAsource at gmail.com. I list everything that I've sold on Instagram Uh, which is uh, just my company name, Dacosaurus. So please like and subscribe as I try to grow my social media avenues. And thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next time.